Well, Israel is at war. And I know you have lots of questions and you have friends asking you lots of questions. So I'm here today to give you some of the facts, very brief facts to arm you so that you can give an answer for what is going on today. First of all, Hamas is not a military or an army of a country. Hamas is a jihadist Islamist terrorist group. This was not a military attack on Israel's army that took place on October the 7th. This was an anti-Semitic rampage with the goal to torture, murder, and mutilate as many Jews as possible. Now, I want you to understand the gravity of this attack. It's the largest massacre of Jews since the Holocaust. Now, think about that. They were not soldiers. There were a few soldiers, but these were Jewish civilians. These were Jewish people, not soldiers, not a military. This is also one of the largest security failures in the state of Israel. There will be a extensive investigation once the fighting is over to understand how they did not know this attack was coming. But for Americans, this attack was so grave that it's 10 times larger than 9-11. Yes, if you, Israel's a small country, so 1,300 people dead, that's a lot for Israel. So to compute that in American terms, the same percentage of our population, it would be over 50,000 Americans killed in a 72-hour period. That is horrendous. That is the size of this. And then there is the gruesome massacre and murdering and beheading and raping and torturing that took place. It was horrendous. Now, Hamas is the government over Gaza. They took over Gaza with a bloody coup back in 2007. They are um, taking all the money meant for the people of Gaza and using it to build military uh, industry, weapons, underground tunnels, um, rockets, and they are actually the greatest cause for any humanitarian crises in Gaza. It's because of Hamas. It's not because of Israel. Now, Israel is warning civilians to leave the north part of Gaza. That's where Gaza City is. And there's, they're telling them to flee south, where they will be um, out of the range of the the fighting and the, the uh, attack that Israel has already undertaken. And we believe that we'll be doing a ground incursion soon. Um, so Israel's warning the civilians to leave and working with, you know, the nations around the world for humanitarian relief for the Gazans, whereas Hamas is forbidding them to leave the north to go to the south where they'll be safe because Hamas wants to use civilians as human shields. 
They want the death of civilians so that they can post it on social media and flash it around the world and say, Israel is the evil monster, not us. But Islamic Jihad just today did a barrage of rockets towards Tel Aviv. And one of them, it seems, hit a hospital in the center of Gaza City and killed 500 people. And I can tell you, Hamas probably doesn't even care. Now, Israel is the most ethical army military in the world. And we say that because they do everything that they can to save civilian lives. They have developed weapons for urban warfare. They have developed uh, techniques and strategies for urban warfare in order to save as many civilians as possible. So over the last week, Israel has had a team of Arabic speakers. They have been calling every phone number in Gaza, telling the civilians to flee to the south where they will be safe. They've also been dropping leaflets from airplanes over Gaza, telling the citizens to move south. So Israel is doing everything they can not to kill civilians. Now, of course, um, civilians will die. War is, is a very ugly thing. We all hate war. We hate death. We hate the destruction that takes place in war. But I can tell you, my father was a World War II vet. He was on the front lines of the infantry all across Europe, landing at Normandy and going all the way across to Czechoslovakia. He was in the Battle of the Bulge. He saw it all. And he had nightmares the rest of his life because of what he saw in the war. War is terrible, but it took that destruction and that military operation to bring down the evil Nazi regime that was killing not just Jews, all kinds of people in Europe. And so it was necessary. And I have to say that in the annals of just war and uh, biblically, what is a just war? This war is just. Israel has to act militarily to end this evil Hamas regime. Now, what is the answer to Gaza? What, what is the answer? Well, number one, end the terrorist government of Hamas over Gaza and put another government in place that can be more trusted. Then require the schools to stop poisoning the minds of the young people with all of this anti-Semitism and jihad, require the school textbooks to be cleaned up and to have a teaching on peace. You know, the average age in Gaza is 19 years old. So these are young people right out of the schools. And unfortunately, even the UN funded schools in Gaza teach anti-Semitism. This must be stopped. The only way we can create peace is by teaching these young people the importance of peace and how to live in peace side by side with a Jewish state. Now, what can we do? What can you and I do here outside of Israel? Number one, pray. 
The International Christian Embassy Jerusalem is conducting regular prayer initiatives. Every day during this conflict, we have a global prayer call on Zoom, and you should join that call. You'll get the latest up-to-date briefings, you'll get Christian perspective, and you'll have the opportunity to pray over these situations. We have an ongoing prayer watch of people all around the world that take an hour of prayer every month in fact, many, some of them take many hours of prayer, um, and it's called our Rosh Kodesh Prayer Watch. We send out regular prayer points, so go to our website. We'll link to it in today's show notes, but it is www.icejusa.org, and go to Under Initiatives to Prayer. You'll find it all there, and you can sign up to get on our prayer list. Give financially. This, uh, you want to talk about a humanitarian disaster? That's in Israel. And while the UN is calling for humanitarian aid for the Gazans, they're not saying a word about the Jewish people. There are 60,000 displaced Israelis. They have been evacuated out of 25 or 28 communities in the southern part of Israel and some in the northern part now because of the threat of war on the north. They've been evacuated. They're being put up in hotels, anywhere they can find housing for them. They need uh, also food. They need clothing. Um, great humanitarian need there with these evacuees. Israel needs medical equipment. They need more ambulances. They need uh, medical uh, motorcycles that can get to the site of, of a, an attack quickly. They uh, need more bomb shelters. Uh, the ICEJ has placed over 200 bomb shelters now in Israel, and I can tell you at least another 200 are needed, and they're needed desperately, because if the war breaks out on the northern border, there's going to be rockets coming down from the north. So give. I'm going to link in today's show notes to our donate page for this crisis. And it is icejusa.org slash donate Israel in crises. 100% of your donation will go to Israel, where it'll be used there in the relief work of the ICEJ. Lastly, we must speak up. That's why I'm doing this video. I wanted to give you the main points so that when you hear the false narrative that's out there, you can speak up and give an answer. Well, in today's show notes, I'm also going to link to you a fact sheet that we put together on this conflict so you can read it and study and even be more prepared. We also have uh, how to pray that we'll link to in today's show notes. And we give you prayer points with scriptures that you can use to pray for this very, very grievous situation. So we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, but sometimes we think that's a little cliche. So I want to tell you, pray for the peace of Jerusalem and of Israel and of the people of Israel. Pray for their comfort. God is a God of comfort, and He has promised to comfort His people in Jerusalem. And one of the things He uses to comfort His people is the voice of the International Christian Embassy Jerusalem. We are there speaking words of love 
and encouragement and hope. And it's such a comfort to them. God wants to use you in this conflict. Through your prayers and your financial giving, you enable us at the ICEJ to have an even greater impact and to bring the comfort of God to His people in Israel. Thank you, and God bless you. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Out of Zion with Susan Michael. Be sure to subscribe to Out of Zion now on Apple Podcasts, cpnshows.com, YouTube, or wherever you like to listen and learn. Out of Zion with Susan Michael is a production of ICEJ USA, all rights reserved.